Screen Crunch. My name is Olive. This here is Sam. Hello. Hello, hello, Sam. How's your week been going? So hot. It's so hot. <laughs> Couldn't be me. I haven't left my house in 12 years. Well, I don't blame you. It's good, yeah. though. I get uh, to star in a, in a television show. What? <laughs> so, avid listeners, no, not actually listeners, people who know me... Um, will know that at one point in my life, I was a background extra in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel Season 2. Wait, uh, what? I didn't know this. You didn't what? know this? Sam, that's Jamie's favorite show. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, in the fireworks scene. I'm in a bunch of shots. Um, oh my god, you need to point those out to him. I'm so excited. I need to tell JB this. They're on my Twitter. I will pin the tweet if you want to go check it out. Um, yes, I circled where it. I am. Uh, but I am uh, proud to announce that I am reprising my role in season five as a background extra. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Tentatively. Oh. oh my god, now I gotta watch the whole show. Wow. <laughs> this is huge. I know. Thank you. I think it's funnier if I don't tell you where I am and make you guess. Okay. <laughs> I watched the first episode with Jamie and um, didn't like it. Really? So. Yeah, we so we can, we didn't continue watching it. Um, okay, I feel like the first episode is kind of piloty, where it's not really like the rest of the series. So I I don't blame you. Yeah, maybe I'll give it another shot. It's just for me, I find because Sam, you've known me for a decade. You know, I used to want to be a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. So I find a lot of things about stand-up comedians very um, secondhand embarrassing. <laughs> okay. Because it just reminds me of myself in high school, but I'm like, oh, these are adults, though. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. Uh, and, and I'm not saying that being a stand-up comedian is inherently embarrassing. I think the way that people talk about stand-up comedy, especially within fictional projects, is oftentimes makes me embarrassed because they're kind of like, we're the truth-tellers, you know? We, we're, we're, <laughs> we're philosophers out yeah. there, and I'm just like... Like, all right, buddy, let's let's calm down. <laughs> okay. And I, I'm not saying the show is doing that, but um, it's it's hard for me to like a thing that is about stand-up, is gotcha. what I'm trying to say. Um, like, I love that Seinfeld is about stand-up, but every character's reaction is just being like, you're a stand-up comedian? Yeah, they don't okay. care that <laughs> that's what he does. <laughs> they say he's bad. Yeah. Um... But shouts out to Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I'm going to have to rewatch it now. Jamie's going to be so mad that I'm rewatching it because you're an extra and not because it's their favorite show. Uh, oh, Sam, guess what else? This is the, we're, we're starting with the Jamie hour. I hope oh, they yeah? can hear me through the walls and they're just like, why is Olive talking about me? <laughs> um, guess, what, guess what we did last weekend? You uh, went bowling. No, we are stuck inside. We oh, are yes, that's right. I showed them Star Wars. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, they, 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 uh, I finally got them to watch A New Hope. Okay. Uh, 
because because uh, they met someone else who also really likes Star Wars. So with our powers combined, <laughs> we we crossed the streams on Jamie and made them um, explode like a ghost. Wow, I can't believe my influence didn't get them to watch it. I kn- they actually said that your influence was was uh, negatively infecting affecting their ability to, to okay watch yeah it. that makes sense they said i'm excited to watch it i'm like oh great sam wants to hear what you think and then jimmy went never mind <laughs> mrs Maisel was... is now their least favorite show yeah that <laughs> that was three years ago so it took a while for them to um their their take on star wars is um that they love leia mm-hmm. and that they hate han <laughs> okay yeah the first movie makes it really easy to hate him i love Han. i love that he's just like i don't want to be here <laughs> he's kind of just weird kind of creepy in the first one though yeah yeah he's kind of like do you mind if i eat your hair <laughs> um so yeah we're, i think we're watching the empire strikes back tonight so I'm oh excited that's so to see exciting the, nice I'm, I'm excited to see the reaction to little yoda and then i'll play them the weird owl song yoda <laughs> anyway required reading yeah yeah, this is a video game podcast. Of course you know it is. <laughs> Sometimes I forget, but thanks for reminding me. So we are recording this later in the week than we usually do. We usually record on Wednesday, but I was thinking, you know what? Give me more time to game. It's a gamer's paradise out there, folks. Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted time to play Stray. Stray, oh, yeah, the game baby. with the cat. The cat game. Baby. The cat game. So how far are you in it? I finished it yesterday. Oh, okay, great. Um, I am very close to the end. I believe I'm like, I probably have like, I don't know, probably like an hour or two hours left. Because um, I'm taking it very slowly. I've, I've probably played like, the in-game clock says I've been playing for like two two hours, and I'm like, not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing this for a while. Um, but I just got the... Um, the, the little robot guy, his memory, I just got the third of four chunks of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I love this game, Sam. How, how, do, do you love this game? I do. do. It's great. I actually pre-ordered it uh, on physical because I liked it that much. Um, wow. It, it really hit all the notes that I wanted. I knew nothing about this game going in. Um, mm-hmm like I didn't watch a single trailer I saw people talking about it but I was like oh, I don't know it's gonna be another Annapurna game I'm sure it's gonna be great and I'll play it but like they haven't really left lasting impressions on me but it was really good I love just a a very short narrative adventure game but it's it like perfect. not even oh sorry no, it's not it. even <laughs> that it's like a like a narrative adventure game where there's like nothing but narrative it is very fun to be a cat yeah true like it's very fun to explore. I really like the, like, they make... It, it's very, like, Assassin's creed but, like, much simpler. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just, like, trying to find the path of, like, how to get to the rooftop, then how to get back down. It was very fun. Um, so, I was excited for this game since its announcement at the PS5, I believe, reveal. Or maybe just one of its early state of plays. Can't remember. Um, but I think deep down, I did have this hesitation with it. Where I thought it would be one of those games where it's like, oh, okay. They know they got gold here with the mm-hmm. fact that this is a game about a cat. <laughs> and it's going to be fun to be the cat, but this is not going to be anything that leaves a lasting... Imp- like, it is just going to be 
the cat game, and it's not going to strive for anything beyond that or be anything... It's not going to, like, uh, hit me in any way. It's going to be, like, a solid little game that doesn't move me in any way. But I love this game. Um, like, this game could have been worse, and people would have uh, still loved it. Because it is very fun to be a cat. They give you lots of fun cat things to do. But on top of that, they build a very interesting, fun world. Mm-hmm. Um the, like I said, the level design is great. There's not a lot of music in it, but when there is music, I'm like, ooh, yeah. The music's really good. Yeah, the music's really atmospheric and good. Do you know what this game reminds me of? What? It kind of reminds me of... It feels like it's like half like a point-and-click adventure game type sort of thing. And then the other half of it, it kind of feels like a 3D version of uh, Limbo or Inside, like a Play Dead game. Oh, okay. Like, because it really, um, the the traversing through the environments, it really made me feel uh, something I haven't really felt since Inside, where it's just kind of this, um, it really makes you feel like you're going from, like, this is, this is so silly to say because every game does this, it makes you feel like you're going from one location to another, but both these games, like, utilize the environments you're in in such an interesting way that makes it feel so grounded but also makes, like, your progression forward, like, interesting, and they, like, really use everything. Hmm. Like, they will, they'll introduce something as simple as, like, oh, when you jump on this steel, like, uh, beam, it rotates a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and then they'll, out. Yeah, and they will use that extremely simple mechanic, and they're not going to use it in a way that blows your mind, but they're just going to use that to its absolute... Uh, highest potential and then move on to a new thing and it's just it's great i love it it's a really good game yeah it's very smart um and i will say they absolutely nailed the cat simulation part um Mm -hmm. even just like simple stuff like uh there's a meow button which is of course great but um there's all these little prompts on the screen when you're near like a couch or a door or a carpet or a bowl of water and you can just like stop and take a drink of water or you can knead on the carpet using the the ps5's like adaptive triggers and there's resistance and the cat does the whole scratching thing um really cute really sweet uh there's like stacks of pillows places where you can curl up and take a nap doesn't do anything um but the the haptics in the controller make it feel like the cat is purring and the camera zooms out and it gets quiet it's just really nice and i will say that uh my cat absolutely loved watching this game um (laughs) she doesn't really react to like cat meows or sounds very often uh but something about this was entrancing and she would sit and she would watch it and then she would fall asleep right in front of the tv i have a really cute picture um of the cat in the game curled up falling or asleep and then her in front of the tv asleep in the exact same position it's great um yeah i i love it it also looks really good um yeah not just like graphically but the world is so incredibly dense everything is amazingly detailed uh, mm-hmm. it, it looks fantastic. I oh. love the, the 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 designs of all the like robot fellas. Yeah, are they're so, great. They're so cute and nice and good, and I love it. Um, oh yeah, something I definitely wanted to mention about this, especially in regards to the cat simulator thing. It uses something of like uh, current video game technology in a way I haven't seen before. 
Um, and it kind of, like, blew my mind. I'm like, man, there's so many, like, parts of video games that we're able to do now that we're just kind of ignoring because we need games to be punchy, shooty, etc. Mm-hmm. The fact that there is very, very, um, like, there, there are moments where the, the colliders on the cat are so fine-tuned that, like, when you step on a piano... Oh, yeah. It's not... There's not just one big hitbox for the cat. It is that you are pressing on specific keys based on where your your four paws are. And I just, like, spent probably five minutes just, like, watching that happen and just being like, wow. <laughs> yeah, walking around was... the keys of the piano, and then uh, you can jump on desks, and if there's a computer there, you can walk on the keys of the, the keyboard, yeah. and it'll type individual keys based on where you are. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Very fun yeah, to discover that... that. The key, the, the the keyboard comes first, and I like had to check. I'm like, all right, hold on. If I go on the the left side of the keyboard, I'm like, okay, it's hitting A. <laughs> it is not hitting anything on the right side when I'm just being on the left side. So I was like, interesting. But then when you get to the to to the piano, you're like, oh no, this is very. They couldn't fake this. <laughs> and I find it so interesting because it, I I did I I know a bit about Unity. I took like a year of classes on Unity, so I know about like mesh colliders and cylinder colliders etc but uh so i don't but 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 my thing is i don't know a lot about colliders Mm -hmm. but i will assume that this sort of thing was not possible like on the ps3 for example maybe it was possible on the ps4 but i'm going off nothing i i did not look (laughs) just feels right yeah yeah i mean because even games that are coming out today do not have this level of like sophistication with character collision like i remember when i played la noir on the xbox 360 i was like oh wow when he walks up the staircase he like makes sure he hits each individual stair Mm -hmm. that's interesting i was actually gonna say remember uh gta 4 their like physics and collision system was incredible that was 360 yeah 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 yeah. totally totally so it might have been possible but it's i don't know i've never seen it used in this specific way and uh like like and sure there's been games where like in a first person game you can click on each key but that feels different than like controlling a character and having like limbs that you have indirect control over touching keys it feels very different feels very futuristic even if it isn't i really enjoy this game i'm excited to beat it it goes in some places i was not expecting at all oh really i actually i yeah no i did not I knew almost nothing about this game, did not expect it to, um, I don't know how much I can say, um, but it goes places I was not expecting. Okay. Like, narratively? No, um, I guess in vibe, in tone, in things that you see happen. Like the, cause, like, like the, um. I thought it was just going to be like you're in one city and it, I, I didn't even know there were going to be enemies in it, let alone what the enemies would look like. Let's put it that way. I was wondering why there was animated blood on the the rating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really like it. I'm definitely, I'm probably going to beat it today. I did play it while um, non-sober mm-hmm. and uh, I felt like I was, I was the cat itself. Um, I, I was going to ask, playing... how does this satisfy your need to, to be small? 
You know, the cat's not small enough, but I will take it because I do like to. I would like to also. So I think a lot about being small in the size of Stuart Little or perhaps Remy from Ratatouille. Mm -hmm. So I could ride around in small cars or on people's heads. But I also think about being a dog or cat a lot. Also for normal Seems reasons. Seems like a, a nice middle ground. Yeah. I Well, I think being a, 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 a cat or dog would be fun because I'm just like... See, I don't know why I'm broadcasting this on the podcast. This is something <laughs> I'm glad I've you are. This is something I've only told Jamie, and Jamie was like, I understand what you're trying to communicate. This isn't weird. I was like, no, I'd love to be a dog so I could just, like, sit in my friend's lap and, like, have them pet my head. You know? Yeah. That's a dream. Sam I, Sam, I would love to sit in your lap and have you pet my head, but if I do it as a person, Maddie's going to chase me out of your apartment with a broom. I would, though. <laughs> I know you would, but I'd be chased out of your apartment with a broom uh, uh. <laughs> um, anyway that is Olive's um, <laughs> Olive's internal life uh, just a small window into the twisted mind of <laughs> the jokester known as Olive oh, thank you. Sam yes why don't you tell me about this game of the year baby oh my goodness I ladies and gentlemen guys and dolls i have <laughs> played the game of the year and it Hold is on, power wash a... simulator oh I, I want to take a big sip of water before but i'll take one right now tell me about it um so i don't know if this game actually came out this year it might have come out last year on pc but it just came to game pass um it is what it says on the box it is a game where you power wash things it's a first person sprayer maybe um <laughs> But, wow, it's great. Um, you, you go around and you clean things. There's a career mode, and you start with your dirty van, and you have to clean that. It's like, okay, go to this backyard and clean it, and you'll get money. And it's like, okay, you do that, and it takes one real-world hour to complete. And then you go to a house, and it's like, okay, power wash this. You get 100 more bucks, so you can upgrade your nozzle or something. It's like, okay, and it takes an hour and a half of your real life. Um, but... It's the most relaxing hour and a half of your real life, I think, you can spend gaming. It's just, you put it on and you totally zone out. It's great. You know, people watch the power washing videos for, I guess, not ASMR, but whatever. That part of the brain that gets stimulated is, it's the exact same thing. It is so, so good. I think it's beautiful that we used to have to spend all day long, like, hunting mammoths or whatever we used to do mm -hmm. like a hundred years ago or whatever whenever cavemen existed i don't know <laughs> um um what was i saying uh it's amazing that we have to, we used to have to be hunter gatherers and now we can simulate doing chores yeah, <laughs> yeah we could we we've made like we've made virtual worlds in which we get to spend an hour of our limited time on this earth pretending to power wash something and usually that bothers me. Um, I played Lawn Mowing Simulator for just like a little bit. And I was like, why am I doing this? I am wasting away playing this game where I could actually be doing stuff in real life. Power Wash Simulator, for whatever reason, I don't feel that at all. <laughs> I don't know what oh, yeah. is different, but it it just, it's soothing. <laughs> I, it takes more aim, you know. It satisfies the part of your brain that likes a first-person shooter. Mm -hmm. But it also satisfies the parts of your brain that like... I think it, it, it both satisfies the part of your brain that wants things to be neat and organized, but also it satisfies your brain in paradoxically the same way as Splatoon, where you're like, oh, I, I, gotta, I gotta get every inch. 
Uh, but instead of like covering every inch, you're trying to uncover every inch. Yeah. I think there's something uh, I, there. They did a real good job. I know uh, Wario64 never tweets about specific games, but tweeted that he has like 100 hours played or something. So <laughs> <laughs> everybody loves it. <laughs> that is, oh my God, I love that. Is Wario64 <laughs> on the podcast? If that would be uh, for like our last ever episode. <laughs> that would be a huge exclusive. It would. The man behind the uh, deals. The deals. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I saw this game on Game Pass. I almost played it. I should have. I regret my decision. You know what? What I've never played House Flipper. Never played Lawnmower Simulator. Never played any of these games. But you know what game I would play out of all these? What? It's just not on Xbox or anything. Which one? There is a game called... I believe it was called, um... Train Station Renovator. Oh. And it is just one of these games, but specifically for a train station... That sounds fun. And, and then after you properly clean the train station and decorate it, you get to ride on the train. Oh, perfect. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow, I, I, I'm going to play this game one day, and when I do, I will experience bliss. <laughs> I will understand. <laughs> I will reach uh, nirvana. <laughs> um, I do yeah. highly recommend this, though. And it's not you don't have to do the career mode. Um, there's, like, a free play, and there are, like sillier levels there's one where you clean uh like the mars rover um there's one where you're cleaning like a, an old steam engine uh <gasps> a little old lady that lives in a shoe you can clean her shoe so it's not Whoa! yeah um it's not all i want to clean serious. her shoe it's it's good everyone should check it out if you have game pass i need to clean that shoe oh you can clean that shoe real good oh my god sam you just sold me in that one word <laughs> yeah imagine how tiny you'd be no, I would be normal size. The shoe is big, which is also great. Is the shoe big? I thought she was little. No, she lives in a, a she she lives in a giant shoe, right? I don't know. I haven't uh, heard the nursery rhyme since I was like three, so we'll have to do some research. Jamie is showering and is showering right now. I'm gonna go run in and ask. <laughs> Does Jamie know nursery rhymes? I don't know. I trust Lore. them. This is second opinion. <laughs> Tweet at us. Let us know. Yeah, tweet tweet at us to the to to the to the one cat that uh, accidentally clicked on your owner's uh, space bar and played this podcast. <laughs> tweet at us. Uh, so that's uh, one of my personal game of the year so far. I haven't so played many we... 2022 games, but that's up there. What do we call our fans? Are they called crunchies? Oh, that's good. Crunchers. Crunchers. Hmm. I do like crunchies though. They're like the things on the uh, the Carvel cakes. Oh yeah, and I love those. So I got I brought a game this week. I brought um I don't think this game is new. I think it came out last year, but it is also new to Game Pass. I'm curious if you downloaded this, Sam. Oh. But okay. this game is Olive Bait. This had Olive written all over it for several reasons. This game is called Garden Story. Okay. It is. A game where you're in a village full of anthropomorphic uh, fruits and I think some vegetables. I don't remember though. I think it's just fruits. Um, you are a tiny little grape named Concord, Aww. and you are promoted to be basically like the guardian of the village. And it is a beautiful pixel art, top down like a like like top down Zelda perspective game. And basically, 
the loop is that you're um you're in this town there's a bunch of different like uh separate screens of area um all which are pretty big um and basically every day they give you new requests of being like hey go here and do this like go go to the 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 river and solve a puzzle because the bridge is down go put the bridge back up or like i don't know kill seven slimes um and this brings me to my first problem with the game well two problems one is that the requests are randomly generated oh which i don't think is a problem they're they're not right it's like they're randomly chosen but they're all pre-designated Okay. Which I don't find to be an actual problem, but I think that if they were, like, um, specific requests for each day of the game, then it would have more of a feeling of, like, um, progress to it. Because, like, I would get, like, a really hard request, and then the next day I would get one that's just like, I don't know, kill three slimes, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, that's easy. Um, and then the second problem, which I think is an actual problem is that you can only see these requests on bulletin boards in town. And as somebody who has terrible memory, this is a nightmare. Oh, okay. You can't just like because pull it up after you accept it or something? It is not in your menu oh, okay. anywhere, which is very strange. That a lot is. of the... Yes. Um, need a notebook. Yeah, but you shouldn't need a notebook. No. <laughs> well... What they do is they put a bulletin board in most of the areas of town so you can go quickly double check. But it's like, I will read the bulletin board and I'll be like, go to blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, okay, go to blah, blah, blah. And then I'll like start walking and be like, wait, was it blah, blah, blah or blah, blah, blah? Like, um, because I think if this was a 3D game, it wouldn't be as hard. But something about my brain in a 2D environment, I can't do the geography of it. Okay. Because like, obviously... Obviously, Elden Ring and Dark Souls, etc., don't have maps. Or, I guess Elden, Elden Ring does have a map, but they don't have, like, quest logs or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but I never have a problem with that because... And Dark Souls doesn't have a map. But I never needed a map in Dark Souls because I was able to memorize the layout of a 3D environment. Which, to me, to my, to my brain's memory, is easier to remember, I suppose, because it is, like, a survival thing. I don't know. This is... I'm randomly yeah, throwing this out I'm there. Sure, That's that not sounds science. right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's easier to memorize what a mall looks like than remember what all the stores are called. That's a good That's a good comparison. Yeah, okay. Because you can pick up landmarks and whatnot. I get that. Yeah. So, here's the thing about the game, though. Besides those two things, really, I love it. It's really good. Um, actually, I do have a third problem very small problem a problem i never thought i would have in a game not a problem i thought a game could have um you know in paper mario when they want to accentuate a word so instead of making an italic they make it like kind of wave around mm -hmm. Th this game does that like too much oh no everything's important well it's like they use it so often that i'm not sure at this point what it is trying to communicate because someone will be like, hey, how are you doing today? I'm going to the mall. And I'm like, wait, what? Okay. <laughs> um, this is not an actual problem. I just found it funny that I was like, wow, they're really using this wiggly text too much. They're really happy. 
that they figured out this coding, which I can't blame them. If I was making a game and I figured out wiggly text, I would do the same <laughs> thing. Not an actual problem, I'm just joking. Um, the game has beautiful pixel art. The music is really catchy. Um, I thought this... I, I kind of worried this would be one of those games that, you know, I'm... I make a comic that is quote-unquote wholesome, you know, quote-unquote, like, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it, but, and I do like games like that, like, I like Animal Crossing, etc., but I do think that sometimes people go a little too far with making everything super cutesy and whatever, and what I like is that this game does not do that, you know, the story is actually kind of dark, it, um, you know, it, 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 they're kind of like, everyone's in a bad place where they're like, oh no, these evil ooze monsters are getting to us, oh, this is, <laughs> this is the apocalypse, it's really scary, and I'm like, okay, cool, 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 this is not gonna be like, you're my bestest pal ever, so I like that about it, the writing's really good, I wish the tasks weren't randomized, there's also, um, uh, side quests you can do in town. And doing those will unlock a new thing. Like, I did one where, uh, because I did the side quest, the guy was like, all right, all right, I'm going to guard your house at night so there's not going to be any monsters near it. That's very nice. And now every night when I make my way back to bed, uh, he's just guarding it. Oh, cool. Oh, I should say there is, like, a day clock of, like, it's kind of like uh, Stardew Valley of, like, got to get everything done before nighttime. I don't think that you can, like fall asleep or like collapse like you can in stardew valley but uh the closer it gets to nighttime the more enemies appear so it kind of gets harder over the course of the day but i never had a problem with that the combat is weirdly dark soulsy like there's a lot of stamina management oh and um there's a dodge roll um it's very strange um but I really like it. I'm probably going to beat it. I got to the second town. I'm really enjoying it. Um, I did a dungeon as well, and apparently that was also randomized, but it was basically just like a straight corridor. So, um, I don't know. It didn't bother me. I was just kind of... The boss at the end of the dungeon was very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think my major complaint with this game is just I wish the menus were a bit better. And I wish that um, there wasn't a bunch of randomized stuff in it. Because, I don't know, this didn't feel like a game that needed to have randomized uh, content in it. Okay. Um, I hate the word content. I hate that I just used it. <laughs> I want to talk about that. Um, I did download oh. that just purely based on vibes. Based on how cute yeah. the, uh, did, the art was. So <laughs> I will did, get to that eventually. Did, oh, cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, because I love anthropomorphic fruits and vegetables. Oh, I know. That's like your specialty. Yeah. <laughs> um, for listeners, I have uh, done projects in the past with anthropomorphic fruits and vegetables. <laughs> Most people listening to this only know me from Ray the Dough, so I should clarify. There's been some crossover, once or twice. There has been, yeah, the, once or twice I've had my old characters appear in Ray the Dough. I think I had, I had one of them appear some semi-recently. Um, but I want to talk about content, Sam. Oh, I love content. I love consuming it. Sometimes I like creating it. It's great. I hate what's happened to video games. <laughs> so much. More than anything. The new Skate is coming out. It's oh. going to be a, like a free-to-play games-as-service sort of thing. Mm -hmm. One of the ways they're making money is through quote-unquote convenience microtransactions. 
What does that Which mean? Which just it just means that the game isn't going to be fun to play. In a skateboarding game, I don't understand how that works though. Do you get better wheels and trucks and boards? Can you do different tricks? Like I've only ever seen convenience microtransaction mean like the game is not fun to play unless you use the convenience microtransactions. Which at that point, you've made an unfun game. Yes, true. I feel like I have more of an understanding of how that works in other games. I'll be like, buy it. you get armor, and then you're, you know, it's harder to kill you. But I don't know what that means in a skateboarding game. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know either. <laughs> I, I truly don't. Huh. Maybe you're just really slow. I don't oh, know. no. <laughs> you can I, like, ollie higher. <laughs> like, it's, it's, I don't know. Video games are so depressing to me now. That's it is. It's it's concerning from this from the the place of the people making them and the people playing them, mm-hmm. because it is not just the people making them. They're making them this way because it is like the culture now in video games is that we need constant updates. We need everything to always be more and bigger and better, and we're need these giant teams to crunch constantly around the clock to do it and i was talking a few weeks ago about halo infinite and being like they haven't added enough or uh there isn't enough maps or whatever i was saying the thing is about halo infinite i would have much rather them waited and released a and released a multiplayer game that was more complete like comparable as complete as the (laughs) yeah as 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 complete as the previous Halo multiplayer games they've made. And I don't need constant updates. I don't need there to be a battle pass or um a a, a development timeline or whatever, whatever they call it. Um Yeah, roadmaps and whatnot. Yeah, roadmaps, roadmaps. Like I find it so depressing that I talk to people and they're like, oh, I stopped playing. I stopped playing Apex Legends because it couldn't release new things as quickly as Fortnite. And I'm just like, what has happened to video games? <laughs> like, and that's uh, why something like Stray hits so hard. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, it's an actual video game. Yeah. It's a piece of art yep. that I'm allowed to play. Like, <laughs> it's not just this like completely artless, like money maker mousetrap designed for (laughs) maximum extraction of profit from me it's not a time waster it's something that will make my life more fulfilling rather than just fill my time with meaningless like nothingness (laughs) trying to make money as it wastes my time like that's what so much of video games has become and it's very depressing yeah um do you know when the skate game comes out no idea. Okay. Well, I have good news for you then. What? If you're looking for a skateboarding game. Oh, brother. Do you want to know what I've been playing this week? What have you... Have you? Okay, can I take a guess? Yeah, I'm going off list for this. Okay, go off list, King. I'm going to guess that you've been playing the Disney Pixar skateboarding game from 2004. Whoa, I didn't know there was one. No, it's, oh, it really I don't think cool. it's that niche. I rented it from uh, Blockbuster as a kid, and you got to be Buzz Lightyear and skate around Andy's room, and it was the greatest game ever made. Oh, that is cool. Okay. Oh, can you... Okay, I have a guess for you. Yes. It was Toy Story and two other 
Disney movies around that era were the crossovers in it. It was Toy Story and two other movies. Can you guess the two other movies? Um, I'm going to say it's not Finding Nemo, because that would not make sense. Um, Monsters, Inc. was really big then, so I'm going to say Monsters, Inc. Eh, No, really? (laughs) Okay. Um, what else is even out then? Cars? No, that's probably too early. It's not, it's not Pixar. It's not Pixar. It's a Disney. Oh, oh okay. Peter Pan. <laughs> no. Eh. Um, Mulan. Eh. Oh, man. What is it? Tarzan. Uh, okay. Eh. <laughs> and Lion King. No, come on. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> Tarzan makes you sense. Sk- that guy can freaking stunt, but <laughs> you can skateboard as uh, as Simba. What we've always wanted. Like he was on all fours, or was he standing? <laughs> I think he was on all fours, standing on a skateboard. Okay, that sounds kind of cool. Yeah, oh, I it was kind of cool. Hmm. Yeah, I loved it as a kid. What have you been playing, Sammy boy? Oh yes. Yeah. So I have been playing Sean White skateboarding. sean white uh known for snowboarding um (laughs) ubisoft put out a couple i think two sean white snowboarding games and then decided that you know we've done this he's done this time to put him on a skateboard a different you know vehicle entirely um it i think it's from 2011 um which was like the height of the skating games right skate 2 was right around there skate 3 Mm-hmm. Um, I have never been good at skateboarding games, and I don't know if that is part of the reason I don't like this one, or if it's just not great, and that's <laughs> why uh, people don't talk about it. Um, it's not very good. Um, it does have an extremely weird story mode, though, which I really appreciate. <laughs> um, it's like please tell me about the story mode. It's, so you are in this world that is totally desaturated. Everything is. Oh gray. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. this. Oh, okay. So you do know this game. Um, so oh, I know. Is... No, no, Sam, Sam, what? Sam, Sam. Did you play please. this? I played this game. Do you know how I played this game? I figured it's because you love skate. How did you play this? I played this game on the on live. Oh my god. <laughs> We talk about OnLive oh, a lot. Oh, s- s- sorry, Sam. Sorry, sorry. I'm being swarmed by supermodels. They're <laughs> ripping me apart. They want my hand in marriage. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So you played, in quotes, this game. You watched a slideshow of, of Sean White doing his cool things. <laughs> his cool moves. I watched uh, a PowerPoint of, uh, <laughs> of a computer doing the things in this game that i was hoping to do a few minutes ago <laughs> it was just a trailer that's yeah. so funny um i was like i want a kickflip and the game's like all right we're gonna show you a kickflip in about uh three minutes <laughs> i had to render those frames so it's like matrix um the giver kind of everything's uniform everyone's in like suits they've all been brainwashed by this like government agency uh, that has a name that I can't remember. Um, and skateboarding is illegal and in the very beginning says it's punishable by death. Uh, so it's <laughs> very serious. Um, and then there's a TV that says in all caps, Sean White has been captured. So you play this rebel skater that's trying to restore life and color and hope to the world by doing tricks in front of people. Uh, and then you are working your way towards 
freeing Sean White from imprisonment and inevitable death, I guess. Um, Sam, one second. One second. We have something important here. Jamie is standing in my bedroom (laughs) holding a loose piece of turkey. Oh, cool. Cold cut. It's Uh, a snack. Jamie, we have a question. Get close to the mic. Okay. Yep. The lady who lived in a shoe, was she small or was the shoe really big? Ah. Uh, I think sh- the shoe was really big. Yes! Ugh. Yeah. I thought she was the yes. little old lady that lived yeah. in a shoe. Yeah, she was a little old lady who lived in a shoe, but she was just a normal little old lady. Didn't she, like, <laughs> swallow a fly? That was a different, different old lady. lady. Oh, okay. I'm sure they knew each other, though. <laughs> Can I have the turkey? No, it's mine. I'm gonna eat it now. <laughs> Alright, no more questions. I'm gonna shove this in my mouth. <laughs> You're wearing a bathing suit. <laughs> I'm oh. in the bathroom. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's a full-size cleaning. shoe in the middle of the forest. Oh, it is a full-size shoe, Jamie. Let's go. Wow, I'm so sorry for doubting. <laughs> Jamie is holding a turkey cold cut, wearing a bathing suit. And I said, why are you wearing a bathing suit? And they said, I'm cleaning the bathroom. Oh, of course. Just another Sunday in July. <laughs> yeah. What the turkey is used for in the bathroom, I don't know. I think the mirror, probably. That would make the most sense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, this game sounds amazing. I'm trying to do, like, uh, part of the reason I wanted Jamie's take on the shoe, but also I did want to 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 stall for time so I could think of a good joke of, like, a the giver, but, like, a, a skateboarding trick. Mm-hmm. I, I, I kept... I got stuck on Pop Shove It, which doesn't sound like Giver in any way. No, not, not close. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, was, I, was, I was really, really trying, but I couldn't. The Kick Flipper? Yeah, okay, that's something. That's closer. Yeah, isn't this game, a, isn't this like a game where like you can like, you like jump and then grind onto nothingness and it like makes a rail appeal yes so that is part of it um throughout the world so everything's gray and then you'll do a cool a cool ollie or nolly um and then colors restored and then it does like the super mario sunshine thing where stuff pops out of the ground when you like clean an area uh so like half pipes and vert ramps will just kind of like grow out of the ground um but then at some points there are rails um, that have these little green arrows on the end, and if you're grinding on that uh, and you hit the end where the arrow is, you can kind of just control where the rail goes, so you can like fly up and around and onto roofs and whatnot, um, and then on the ground there are invisible green ramps as well uh, that you can ride and kind of uh, control where they spawn. Um, just to like access different parts of the map and the controls for that don't work super great actually the controls (laughs) for the whole game don't work super great um but that's a different problem yeah that's like part of the the appeal was the like world's bending part does sean white snowboard or does he skateboard at all i think he must right i don't know why they would do this otherwise (laughs) um Soundtrack's really good, though. It's what you'd expect from a skating game. Um, Deblord. Like, Deblob, but also Bored. Okay, yeah. Deblorb. (laughs) Blord? I don't know what you said. Oh, actually, I have one final note, um, and it just says, I'm not sure what this means, but it feels like if Ubisoft tried to make Burnout Paradise... 
that's how this game feels. <laughs> so that is. I don't know what that beats either. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I guess them trying to make Burnout Paradise with them being like Driver San Francisco or something, which was actually a good mm. game. But um, Burnout Paradise is really good and polished and worked very well. Um, and then I would translate that to Skate, which was also EA, and those games were great. And then Ubisoft saw that and were like, we're going to do this, but our way. And then, and then it <laughs> didn't work super great. Yeah. I love it, though. I got stuck at a certain point. I'm not playing anymore, but it was fun <laughs> while it lasted. Tell me about Murdered Soul Suspect. Oh my goodness. I would love to. Um, I take back just about every negative thing I said last week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Except for the demons part. The demons are still horrible. Um, They're terrible. Uh, But just about everything else in this game is so good. And I genuinely recommend it to anyone to play now. It's just a really fun time it's really short um if you don't do any of the side stuff which the side stuff is kind of silly um so you might get some enjoyment out of that um but it's just a good time the story went places i wasn't expecting had some twists and turns um the characters weren't as uh annoying or predictable as I thought they would be <laughs> um they had some actual like moments um and so I was kind of making fun of the, the setting of Salem last time, but that is, it turns out, an actual super important part of the story. So that does play a part in, in what's going on there. Um, yeah, that game just kind of rules. You should, uh, you should check it out. I will say um, one really funny thing is that you spend the whole game just like running around really slowly, uh, phasing through <laughs> objects. And then like two thirds of the way through, you're chasing another ghost and the main character's like, well, the, the other ghost teleports away and goes throughout the whole game of doing this. He's like, man, I should learn how to do that. And then he just learns how to do that. And then you can just teleport for the rest of the game. And I don't know why they spend the whole time making you just run around. You only have it for like an hour or two. Very strange choice. Um, but that was a fun little treat. Uh, I, I got to play this. It's really, really amazing. good. Um, it's the whole thing takes place in one night. Um, Ooh, I love games like that. Yeah, well, <laughs> so it chronologically does, um, but at the same time, there's like this serial killer running around, and everyone's like fearing for their lives. But then you walk around the town because there's like a hub world of Salem, uh, and people are just like chilling in the streets at like twelve thirty at like coffee shops and just like walking around doing their their daily business. There are like tours going on in the graveyard where people have been killed. Um, that part felt kind of disconnected, but also very funny, and I think felt uh, fit the like overall feeling of the game. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's good. I'm, gonna, I'm sorry I'm I said definitely... anything bad about it. <laughs> um, I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I'll, I'll definitely play it. I need to find a cheap copy of it. You didn't get it on a Games with Gold in 2016? I don't think I had gold in 2016. Oh, disappointing. Okay. I do actually think it's on sale at GameStop for like $5 right now. Wow. Yeah. Too rich for my blood. I know, I know. Let me know when it's four. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, Sam. So we had a classic duel. We had a duel of the fates. <laughs> it, as it were. Uh, you and me decided to, 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 to put this to rest once and for all. Mm-hmm. 
what's a better baseball team, the Yankees or the Mets? We did a best of three series. And we have and a definitive answer. Yes, it was the Yankees. Oh, of course. I easily trounced you in all three games. Mm-hmm. And, That's uh, how I remember it. MLB The Show. It's a good video game. I do think it's very easy to cheat in it. <laughs> Perhaps to make the scoreboard look like the other team won when really you were playing better and got more home runs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, besides that, I think it's... Yeah, yeah, Sam destroyed me. <laughs> it was like 18-2 to two in one game. <laughs> they were pretty high scoring. <laughs> yeah, Sam was... I don't know how, but Sam is much better at this. Like, he ru- you ruined this video game for me. No, I'm so sorry. We had fun, though. I was, <laughs> we, we did have a lot of fun. we got to play it again. Um, I don't know what it was, because I was pretty good at this game. Like, I, I mentioned on the podcast last time, I was like, yeah, I keep, like, pitching no hitters. It's too easy. And, <laughs> it's too easy. And then I, like, made the difficulty at like the level because it turns out like my difficulty was set way too low i was on the default difficulty so then i went to the one that's in like the the ultimate team diamond dynasty mode um which is rookie and when i went there i was getting obliterated (laughs) (laughs) so then i played against you and got obliterated and then i played every time i've tried to play the cpu since i've been obliterated so i I don't know what you did to me. I think you might have gone back in time and stolen my mojo, perhaps. That sounds right. You might have enlisted a certain fat bastard to do such a task. And, uh, yeah. It was very good. You changed your control scheme like 40 times during it. Still didn't didn't save you, so I don't know what was going on. (laughs) This is is transmisogyny (laughs) in action. Uh, This is what it looks like, folks. Um, I was gonna play it yesterday with a man I was talking to on Tinder, but I guess he abruptly lost interest in playing against me or talking to me, uh, mere hours before our scheduled, uh, duel of the fates. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I, I, I do, I'm one and one, I guess, because one was a forfeit and one was by Sam by cheating, but I'll take the loss, you know. One and I'm one, fine. you're I'm... one and three. <laughs> no, I'm talking about series. Oh, of course. That's how they measure it. Wins and losses by series. Leave uh... me alone! <laughs> um, so we are not doing Playdate games this week. It is the last week of games, uh, but one of them, Ratcheteer, requires uh, quite a bit of, of play time to really get into. So we are pushing that to next week when, when we are doing, what are we doing? Like a, a retro, not retrospective, kind of like a post-mortem of season one? I think let's, let's do, let's do um, the last week of games next week. And then the week after that, let's do the post-mortem where we talk about each game. Okay. And that could be like a whole episode. Okay, that perhaps. sounds good. So we, uh, we I, I need more time to go back week. and... I need to go back and give uh, all the games that I didn't play enough uh, another fair shake. Okay. I just need you to finish Saturday edition. <laughs> I'm go- No, I'm going to. I'm going to. That's the one I care about. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. I'm going to go... All the narrative ones I'm going to go back and finish. And 
all the ones that are like score attack or whatever i'm just gonna play a little bit more i'm gonna like go through and give everything like a second run i'm not gonna be cranking because i'm bad no there's it. no way uh there's like a hundred levels i didn't know that i thought there were like 25 so i'm not finishing <laughs> that one yeah it's too hard um so yeah i'm going to have like a few days of my week this week where i'm gonna beat ratcheteer i'm gonna play 360 which is the other game this week and then i'm going to go through and uh give every game a second look uh, except for the ones that I, like, played pretty hard. Like, the Demon Summoner and uh, Casual Birder and uh, Lost Your Marbles. Like, I played those those pretty pretty to completion mm-hmm. and pretty definitively. But everything like Saturday Edition and uh, Battleship Gaudios and uh, stuff like that. And uh, what is that other one? That other narrative one? The sound one? Echoic Memory. Oh, I'll yeah. I'll also beat that. I'll go back to that. Oh, I guess I should yeah. restart my save on that, huh? Yes. I am, uh, I'm going to go back. I'm going to have a, a, a take on each one. Maybe we'll do a tier list. Maybe we'll do something else. We'll figure it out closer to the episode. But uh, look forward to that. The yeah. zero playdate uh, owners that listen to this. <laughs> You know, we should post on the Playdate subreddit or something. Just be like, hey, we, we make a bad podcast. Are you interested? <laughs> what episode is this? 11? Once we got past 10, <laughs> I lost track. <laughs> I lost track, too. I'm like, I think this is 12. <laughs> it's what if good, we just though. made this episode 12 and didn't tell anyone? That's funny. I don't, yeah, sure. Make it 100. <laughs> make it seem like we've been doing this forever and there's a bunch of lost episodes. Yeah. Because everyone's going to be like, wow, they're on episode 123, when really we're on episode, like, I, I can't do math. I think that would be 43? <laughs> 33? Um, 34? I don't know. I can't do math. I'm scared. Ah. Ah. Anyway, um, Sam, hit him with that classic sign-off. Okay. Oh, wait. Wait, what? Uh, thank you to A Small Bird for our theme song, Teen Worm. Yeah, We are thank found... You. On Twitter, the <gasps> podcast is Screen Crunch Pod. I'm at Olive Brinker. Sam is at Sam Cowfer. That's C O W F U R. Is that correct? That is correct. Now hit him with that classic sign off. Okay. Thanks for listening. I love you. And <laughs> that's not Whoa. usually in there. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that just kind of came out. Uh, <laughs> um, and thank you for listening. And don't forget to keep it funky. We forgot to talk about LeBrons in multiverses. Oh, no.